this is Wet and this is my silly brother Shay. Hello, this is Shay and this is my silly brother Rhett. This is Brad. Welcome to Real Dads the Podcast. Shoot the bell ring! You gotta hurry! Just like school, Real Dads is an educational program. It is not a substitute for seeing a regulated mental health professional. And now, on with the show. Ah! Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Dads with Brad Moser. I'm joined today with my guest, Alethea Cador, and Alethea is from Ontario, Canada. Uh, the topic of our podcast today is Minding Our Minds. We are here on Tuesday, October 25th, 2022, and thank you for tuning in to the Real Dads podcast. It's available on Spotify. Uh, thank you so much, Alethea, for joining us today. Thanks, Brad, for having me. It's wonderful to have you. Alethea is a psychotherapist and she's also a men's Santa coach, which is a healthy mind coach. She's also a child youth practitioner and she is a host of a podcast called Minds I Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, and I wanted Alethea to join us today because of her experience with, with mindfulness and, and the importance of balance and stuff like that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so my question, first question for you, Alethea, is from your perspective, what are the challenges that parents face these days? Well, I just want to congratulate parents for the hard work that they had to endure over the last couple of years and, you know, throughout generation of having the responsibility of raising young bright minds. And what I find has been challenging over the last, um, you know, period of time has been working at home, Mm -hmm. handling the child rearing responsibilities, Mm -hmm. uh, managing the responsibilities that you might have depending on the age and stage of your children, whether they'll be toddlers to teenagers. That takes a lot of energy and responsibility. You might be in the mid stages of your own life where you might be trying to figure out where would you like to go from here and uh, where you see your vision for your future along with the vision for your children. And if you're in your, if you still have the luxury of having your parents, then it's also looking at caregiving for your extended family. So I find that along with having your own identity of having your own friends and people that, and activities that you enjoy, also the responsibilities of having a job on top of that or being an entrepreneur. It's a lot of hats that Mm. people are wearing these days. Absolutely, yeah, so definitely a lot of roles, a lot of hats that uh, parents are playing these days, and especially where we are now during the pandemic. Um, And with all those hats, what do you you find is the most important? 
um, for balance? How can bar- parents balance these different roles? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what I'm meeting with individuals that might be having those particular challenges, whether they're having it in work or in their personal life, we really need to start looking at what are those dimensions or what are those areas in our life that are causing us the most stress? And when we're looking at what those um, barriers may be, um, we're looking at, okay, child rearing. Again, like I said, balancing your own personal responsibilities and and uh, the challenges that you have as an individual. Um, mm-hmm. You're struggling with some own your own mental health challenges. You know, it's best to just address what those issues are, where you find those challenges in those particular areas of your life, and really looking at three things that you can do to take action mm-hmm. to make some adjustments and changes so that you can have the balance that you're looking for. And what I say to parents and to uh, caregivers. Um, you know, it's not just one thing. There might be a couple of things in in different areas. And we really need to look at what are those things that we're holding on to that cause that weight and that causes to have that emotional reaction, which causes the stress. So it's always a good time to really sit with yourself and reflect on what those challenges are and seek out some support so that you can address them. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And what would you say are some good things? Like, I think it's important. Yeah. Be aware of the challenges um, and the weight that these are carrying, the emotional reaction, how it's creating stress for us. Um, And what would you say are some different ways of trying to to work on those challenges or to um, address them? Well, you know, uh, this is one key thing that I do as a CBT practitioner, looking at those thoughts and those behaviors and what are those areas that are causing you that emotional reaction, which causes the stress. Let's start to uh, remove those those barriers by creating the space for Mm -hmm. To vent and for you to talk about what those challenges are in a safe space so that you can uh, feel comfortable with some of the decisions that have caused you some challenges and make the decisions that help you lead to a better future. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's important. I do apologize for my dog. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I guess your dog agrees with us. (laughs) uh, My dog's name is Kibbles. My uh, kids are at school now, so that's great. But yeah, I'm kind of uh, just spending some time with her. But of course, uh, she has her moments. And so, uh, yeah, I do agree with what you're saying there, that uh, it's important for parents to feel like they can create that safe space to vent and to understand and what these what these uh, challenges are and some of the thoughts and beliefs they have about them. Yeah, because, you know, our feelings are our feelings. Mm. But sometimes in the height of our stress, we might react or say things that might not be aligned with who we really are. So I always feel that it's it's a good idea to just take that time we need and just really be in touch with you. Just figure out what where is this coming from? Why am I reacting? or holding that tension somewhere in my body. And once I'm, I'm realizing that, then I can slowly start to release it. 
I think that's so important for everyone here, especially parents, because I think there's a tendency to avoid those feelings, those challenges, and, and hopefully they will go away, kind of that kind of idea. But I like the idea of, of really examining it and asking where it comes from, why do we have these? And like you said, that helps us slowly release those, those emotions. Absolutely. And I mean, that is the benefit of mindfulness and mm -hmm. really, you know, examining our feelings and just trying to create activities that help us stay present and focused. And that is why, you know, we really take the time to sit. And, you know, I always say to parents, quiet time is so important. It's not mm -hmm. only for your children, it's also for you so that you can mm -hmm. take that time to just step away yeah. and, um, you know, create that space that you need to clear your mind. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so important uh, for, for parents to have that quiet time as well. And, and kids need that, but especially parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, um, and um, I'm wondering, you did mention mindfulness, and you talked about, you know, the importance of acceptance, and uh, I'm wondering if you could tell us more about mindfulness and how to practice that. Well, for me, mindfulness is just being aware of your present self and, and your surroundings, and uh, one thing is just to pay attention to your breath, mm -hmm. and also to learn how to just regulate um your breath, which also helps you regulate your emotions. Mm. So when I'm looking at the aspect of uh, mindfulness, I really like to apply uh, the RAIN method. And mm -hmm. I think you're familiar with it, but it's also something that um, I researched heavily through Tara Brock. And mm -hmm. she talks about just really recognizing when those feelings are coming up that are causing you the tension and just to accept where you're at. Mm -hmm. Your feelings are your feelings. And hey, we yeah. all feel um, things. That's that's how we know we're alive, right? And, and our breathing. And mm -hmm. then the other part she says is to investigate. Like, where are those things coming from? Why are we reacting that way? Like, what has happened in your environment? Uh, was there a little bit of tension with the little ones when you were waking up in the morning? Was there a fight that you had with your partner the night before? Or maybe there was a major decision that needed to be made, but it's causing us some tension. So it's also to investigate what are those things that were leading up to you having that reaction. And then to give yourself some nurturance. And I think that's the one thing we never pay attention to is to really give yourself that kindness and just say, hey, you know what? Yeah, so what if I had a bad day? I'm not feeling that great, but I'm still worthy. I still have value. Mm. My children still care about me. I am loved in my family. And, you know, we're able to just really look at things from a different perspective and just try to break free and move on. Absolutely. This is so good. And and again, that's the RAIN technique. It's an acronym R-A-I-N. And the, the author's name you mentioned is Tara Brock. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how you, you illustrated that, Alethea, that the R represents recognize, right? So understanding our emotions, what's going on here. A is to accept them, accept the feelings. Mm -hmm. Investigate, be curious, where is this coming from? And then the N is the nurture. So things 
remind yourself that, you know, being, being compassionate towards yourself, reminding yourself that you have value, that you are loved, that, you know, that sometimes our, our thoughts can go out of, you know, kind of spiraling, especially when we're, we're feeling certain feelings. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, this is a thing, right? Anger and sadness, yeah. disappointment and joy. I mean, they can't all exist in one place. So we have to understand that, hey, let's work through those emotions and because we want to get to a, a state of, you know, mm-hmm. calm or peace or joy. And I mean, the only way to do that is to work through the emotions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And then not to avoid them, but to work through them, because I can see with, you know, with parents overall, especially during the pandemic, when there's so much stress created, like you mentioned at the beginning, Alethea, juggling all these different roles, working from home and teaching, you know, homeschooling at home by emergency, like all these things are, are important because all these emotions build up and we don't really have a lot of maybe um, we may not feel we can have a lot of ways to release that. And so we kind of get stuck in a, a place of avoiding these feelings and they just become bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Brad. And you can tell when our shoulders are right up to our ears and yeah. we're getting that tension in our neck and our back and, you know, we're having difficulties with eating or, you know, yeah. just having difficulties concentrating. Where does it come from? We're holding those emotions in and we have to, through through movement, um, to releasing your emotions, we have to find a way to kind of spell that energy so we can really center ourselves and come back to who we really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? So it's it's a lot about that. It's about trying to, um, trying to release those emotions, be aware of them, accept them, rather than the avoidance that just kind of builds up in our body and Mm -hmm. and makes us more stressed and makes our mind uh, more preoccupied with the negative yeah absolutely Um, yeah so um, we've been talking uh, so far uh, Alethea about you know what parents can do to um, have balance in the roles that they have Um, we talked a bit about mindfulness we talked about um, with our emotions, trying to work through them, being aware of our thoughts and beliefs. Any other strategies that you, you think can be helpful for parents? Sure. I always um, tell parents um, or just suggest to them, like if they want a couple of other strategies that are helpful for them, um, I always invite them to look at dosing up on some of those good things that make us feel good. And I look at those four neural pathways in the brain that give us um, happiness, which is dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And we're looking at activities in each of those four areas that Mm -hmm. helps us release that energy and give us some joy. So those Mm -hmm. dopamine activities are those quick hits, you know, that make us feel good. Um, the oxytocin is that love hormone. So how are you self taking time out for self care? Mm-hmm. How are you, um, you know, communicating your love languages with your partner? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so important for us, right? In terms of that type of emotional release and the serotonin, what is it that calms your mood? Right. And 
just helps you feel relaxed so that you're able to talk to the person and not be so heated or stressed or distressed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then the endorphins, that physical release that you just feel like, yeah, I've exerted my energy and I just feel like, you know, I'm relaxed and I'm in a good mood. So yeah. you know, we look at a variety of those activities and uh, then I encourage them always to seek out support um, so that they can just validate themselves in that space that's just for them. And I feel that that's an important part of self-care is to um, not only do these, you know, dosing activities, but mm -hmm. also to seek out some support and when you need it. Absolutely. And uh, different supports, what are the different supports that could be helpful. Well, I'm a holistic practitioner, so I always believe in doing more than one thing. So if you want to do your talk therapy, you might want to do your yoga. Um, a lot of people are into sound bowl meditation. Um, you might want to go and do some Reiki. You might want to do your tarot cards. Uh, you might want to do some move, other types of movement. Um, so yeah, there's a variety of different ways to heal yourself. I mean, even occupational therapy, um, just making sure that, you know, you're still keeping yourself free and your, you know, your movement clear, even different herbs, uh, different ways of eating, um, you know, and I find that it's a combination of things that helps you maintain your balance. Absolutely. Um, I think these are all really good strategies and really good supports for ourselves. Um, I think for uh, parents, um, particularly during the pandemic, a big challenge for a lot of parents um, especially when the children are young is, is time and not having enough time where as for a lot of parents of young children, they feel like the biggest, two biggest roles in their life are work and parenting. So, um, great to, to connect with, for example, other parents, other moms and dads, you know, either within their own support group or uh, social media, things like that. Absolutely. And I always encourage parents to find their community. I know uh, when we're um, deciding to have children, um, we might have that expectation of having extended family that can help us along the way, but things change. So it's always nice to really find people that you can, that can support you, maybe other moms and dads that are out there uh, just to have um, other people that you can talk to. And also if there's a way that they can create quiet time in quiet spaces in their home, not as a timeout, but just to have a mindful space where people know that, hey, when things are getting a little bit overstimulated for me in my environment, I have a place where I can go. Um, and it's just for me, where I can just sit and just relax. And I think, you know, that's something that we can create in our home is just these little quiet spaces where yes. people can just sit and just be mindful. Absolutely. And I think this is so important because um, as parents, when we feel like we've lost everything, we feel like we've, you know, that we don't have any outlets for ourselves. Unfortunately, our children can become those outlets. Absolutely. And that's why I really urge parents to, you know, um, take some time in their schedule to implement the self-care. It could start from 10 minutes of just doing this quick body scan, noticing where that tension is, 
or, you know, putting on a mindfulness for about five, 10 minutes, you know, just something to just really switch that focus so that we're not building up that energy and expelling it on the people that we care about the most. Absolutely. And, you know, I kind of did a bit of a mini just myself right now. My my dog was actually, as everybody here, my dog was getting quite a bit of noise. She was getting kind of frustrated with the neighbor's dog. Um, so what I found myself doing just as we were talking, trying to recognize what am I feeling? I'm feeling pretty frustrated. I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling kind of helpless too, because I want to have a podcast with you and everything. And then, so I try to accept those feelings and then trying to, you know, investigate where this is coming from, because, you know, I want to, I want to have a good show. I want to, I want to be played to my guests, things like that. And then just nurturing myself that, um, that this is going to be okay, that, you know, that everybody has dogs and kids and, and people can relate to this, these kind of distractions where we feel like we don't have control at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. That helped. What, what happened is I had myself, and then I, I've um, I actually gone to my dog while we were talking and just kind of soothed her, and, and now I, I'm actually holding her, and she's feeling really calm, and I'm I'm more calm as well. Yeah, oh, that's really wonderful. What a great coping strategy. And please, you know, this is another thing, right? Our pets are so precious to us. And yeah. um, that's another way of building in that oxytocin, right? That helps you uh, soothe. And now, look, it's calm. <laughs> yes. And I've, you know, and I found that with my kids too, that when we can, as you mentioned, just even giving a few minutes to ourselves just to kind of find ourselves, use that kind of rain technique, be mindful of what we're feeling, what our, what our thought, where our thoughts are, and then trying to nurture ourselves. And I find that works so good because then we can respond to children and to their emotions, especially when they're having emotional behavior, rather than reacting to our own emotions about what they're Mm-hmm. And I think it's really healthy when you just say to your children, hey, you know, can I just take a minute? so that I can think about this and I'll get back to you. It's okay, you know, because the real world does that where they're gonna just have them delay a little bit before that they can get that response. So, you know, I think it's a great way to just model that those boundaries when we need to. Yeah, and definitely a big good point about that because we are our children's, as parents, the children's biggest role model. They learn how to regulate their own emotions from watching us, right? And so, we need to be that role model of a leadership of how how do we regulate our feelings when they're when they're feeling really big and how do we handle them? Mm-hmm. And they have to see you go through it. I mean, I know we might have come from a culture of where we grew up, where you know you're not supposed to show your emotions, but we have to realize that that's not healthy. That was a maladaptive coping strategy to the stress that they were experiencing at the time and we need to change that it's okay to show your children crying we need empathetic boys as much as we need empathetic girls and now with gender transition we want empathetic people absolutely right definitely and i like that i like that focus um, so different than, you know, what I grew up with. I know a lot of parents nowadays grew up with as well. So we need to to be the kind of, you know, person, mom, dad, that we want to be so their children can learn from that and they can be. Mm-hmm. And it has to be with a full range of emotions, not just, oh, everything's fine. Because <laughs> that's not reality in this world. So we have to see that there's disappointment, that people yeah. can be upset with you and still care about you and love you and validate you. 
Absolutely. This is really good. I appreciate our conversations today, Lethia. Um, is there anything else you want to mention on what parents do to balance all these roles that they have? Yeah, I just want to let them know that, hey, I just want to thank you for doing one of the largest, most loving things that you can do is to be a parent. And I just want to thank yeah. you uh, because sometimes we don't. And uh, in so many ways, um, what you're doing really shapes the future. And we just want you to just take some time to yourself so that we can, you know, practice the RAIN technique, practice some strategies. And we also want to practice these strategies with our children so that they can develop mm -hmm. the same type of behavior, the same type of strategies and continue with them. That's what all we want to do. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for saying that, Lita. I feel touched with that because it does feel like a lot of time being a dad and a mom and putting a lot of blood, sweat and tears into raising our kids is, is a thankless job. So I appreciate you saying that. Hey, well, you know, if people want to reach out to me, they'll definitely know how to get a hold of me. Um, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, you can reach me on IG at Minds I Like. And um, yeah, hopefully we can all connect and um, just be mindful of our minds. You know, we're only not only doing it for ourselves, but we're just doing this for the new generation how to really focus and validate ourselves. That's so great. Well, thank you so much, Alethea. I found the information uh, that you shared today and our conversations, I found it very helpful um, for a lot of my parents out there, but for myself and for my kibbles right now. We're in a much better place. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Love that. Yeah. So appreciate uh, you being here today, Alethea. Um, and thank you for joining us today, Real Dads with Brad Moser podcast. My guest today, Alethea Kador. And the title for the episode is Minding Our Minds. Uh, have a nice uh, rest of your week, everybody. And uh, please join me uh, next month. It's usually the last week of each month. So we'll be back at the end, near the end of November. Um, take care and we'll see you then. <laughs>